It's an early morning in Hell, Michigan. The sun is just starting to rise over this little automotive industry town. Over the last few years, things have sort of started to take a downturn for old Hell, Michigan. As we've sort of ended the era of like a lot of industrial progress, the, the town and many others like it have been uh, hit hard by the closing of the steel mills and like the automotive factories. The town is at a very strange transition point. Over the last year, uh, six months ago to be exact, it was put on the map uh, because a celebrity recently went missing in the lake of this small town. It's not totally clear why he was there in the first place, just that he went missing and was never heard from again. The teen heartthrob Ricky Q had launched a large search within the town, putting it in the national consciousness and becoming somewhat of a novelty, especially because of the strange name of the town. But we're going to focus in on on five individuals in Hell, Michigan. Um, All five of them are starting to wake up and start their day. It is a school day, a Friday to be exact. In the end of May, uh, the school year is coming to a close, and the teachers have been beginning to phone things in. The school routine has become a little bit looser, and uh, we have our five characters uh, starting to think about summer and the end of school and what comes next. So, Wally, when you wake up that morning, what happens? What do you do? Uh, I think Wally just kind of is used to having to get up and get everything ready himself. So he goes and, you know, for the early morning, he gets on like a, uh, just like a red t-shirt, pair of blue jeans, uh, off-brand sneakers. He won't buy name brand because, you know, there's some big conspiracy going on with, uh, the things that they use to make them, trying to break your feet down so that you need to spend more money on orthopedic things later on in life. Grabs his multicolored, patch-like looking uh, windbreaker. And uh, yeah, he starts walking downstairs and getting uh, his lunch together and his breakfast ready. Okay, so all of you would know this, but um, since Wally is going first, I will start with Wally. Um, One of the strange things that has been sort of happening in the town um, recently is that there has been an increase in graffiti, and particularly of the same symbol. This has gotten the local, especially Mothers Against Drunk Driving organization, very worked up that there may possibly be some sort of secret gang activity in the uh, little sleepy town of Hell, Michigan. I will send you this in just one moment. So you've been seeing uh, that picture a couple of different places around town. Um, even those who aren't nearly as observant as you are, Wally, have noticed this. It's just been like small taggings, like on the sides of houses that are sort of in, starting to become abandoned. Um, someone even managed to get it on a booth at Slappy's. Just these like these little things that have come up. Um, like I said, all of our characters would know this. But I'm curious about Wally's thoughts in particular on it right now. Well, what I'm looking at right now is a uh, nearly completed rectangle. There's a little spot on the right-hand side. It's more taller than it is wide. Then uh, in the center of the image, uh, there's what looks like a telephone pole, but it's also got like an arrow looking at it. And then uh, going across from the rectangle on the left over to the right, I can only describe what is a uh, very phallic of imagery for 
the listeners. And I think Wally, having seen this, I think Wally thinks it has something to do with uh, the power in the town. I think since the uh, center arrow with the two lines through it uh, kind of looks like a telephone pole or a power line, he thinks that, I don't know, some sort of like power is being drained from the houses. The ending bulb of the uh, penis looks <laughs> kind of like a lake. So... I don't know, maybe the power is being drawn from houses to something uh, near the lake. And how how long does it take when the houses become abandoned for these symbols to start showing up on there? Or is that something that I would need to roll to piece together? Yeah, why don't you... First roll, first roll, first roll. Oh no, I have to flip to the charts now, I'm so nervous. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Can't just talk about dick graffiti all day. System's broken. Uh, I try. I tried to get Cliff too, but Ugh, motherfucker just wants to use dice. So I'm going to call that a brain skill. Mm-hmm. And yeah, if you if you have been uh, seeing this symbol around town um, and maybe starting to to record where it shows up, let's have this be sort of a representation of like how accurately you're able to. Uh, to do that if you're taking like super detailed notes or if you don't notice quite as much let's call that a seven on your brain yeah hey fiona yeah my uh my brains is a 20 uh i got a 17 on that so i crushed it all right you did super super good (laughs) big brain yeah you uh you succeed smoothly and easily. Um you you are not this is not your first rodeo. As soon as you saw this shit, you were like, okay, like I've got this. Um you have really noticed and have probably extremely detailed notes um about when the symbol has shown up and exactly where it has shown up. Um in terms of when it's showing up on abandoned houses, it seems a little random. And has there been, like, anything, like, about the placement around town that I've picked up through uh, my absolutely crushing that brains roll? Sure. Yeah. Um, so you have sort of noticed um, it's not it's not showing up necessarily in places that would be, like, extremely hard to get to. Like, you probably know, like, sometimes with graffiti artists, part of, like, the... Um, the act of it is like getting to like a weird place that's like really hard to cover up and doing it. It almost seems like it's done sort of like, um, sort of just like, you know, someone's walking past and just sort of like does it. Okay. So, so random times it shows yeah. up. It's easily accessible. Yeah. And it's not like just houses. Um, sometimes you'll see this like if you're walking down the sidewalk and like it'll be like sidewalk chalk, you'll see this symbol or like graffiti on a table at Slappy's or a Jesus Crest or. Um, oh god, it's even at Jesus Crest? Yeah, you're finding it a lot of places. It's a little risque for Jesus Crest. And, uh, <laughs> but like going on the like location thing, like, is it like, I don't know, forming like a pattern in the places it shows up, like a pentagram around town, for example, or something like that? Um, no. It, yeah, it, it just seems like it's just showing up like a lot. 
but not necessarily in a particular pattern on the map that you've been seeing. All right. So random times it shows up, it's easily accessible and it's not just houses, but like booths, sidewalks, businesses, Mm -hmm. and there's no satanic style pattern to it. Yeah. Not that you've noticed. No. And you know, you, you know that you're quite good at these things. Um, so if there was something that was like a, a particular pattern, especially with like, you know, where it is on, on your map that you're keeping, you would probably be able to figure that out. So right now, Wally is kind of looking at it as just members of the fluoride cult that has been getting pumped into our town's water supply, uh, acknowledging when a new member has been appropriated into it that is wally's working theory okay and i think as i'm getting my backpack and stuff together say oh okay grandma i'm getting ready to go to school remember don't drink the water out of the faucet drink the bottled water that i've told you to get from the store and don't answer the phone because i'm sure that they've got us bugged and uh, you hear your grandma say, okay, Wally, I'll, I'll be sure to do that. And um, you can sort of tell that she's, you can hear in the kitchen, she's like filling a kettle to make her morning tea from the sink, of course. Uh, the tea's fine. It's boiling out the fluoride. <laughs> Gotta pick your battles sometimes. Almost not how that works. Almost assuredly not correct. Listen, Wally is incredibly intelligent for a 15-year-old. Which is to say he's a 15-year-old who has... A uh, superiority complex. He still hasn't taken chemistry. It's fine. <laughs> okay. Um. So yeah, Wally uh decides to head to school that day. Who am I going to pick on next? I think I will um next pick on Sylvester. Sylvester, when you wake up that morning, uh, what does your morning routine look like? What do you What do you do? Um. So Sylvester has his outfit already picked out for the day. Um, It has been laying out um, next to his bed. He has it like in the same spot every morning. Um, He always has like his whole morning routine basically prepared the night before. Um, So his morning routine is very mindless. He doesn't want to have to think when he has to wake up in the morning. Um, So Sylvester wakes up, um, starts by brushing his teeth, washing his face, that whole thing, um, kind of taking his time, uh, getting ready, um, but not not really having to think about it at all, because like I said, that morning routine has totally been prepared, so all of his, um, you know, stuff has been laid out, um, he's got everything prepared, and he goes downstairs to have some breakfast, and probably just having, like, something like a Pop-Tart today, um, pretty low-key kinds of things, not really like a full breakfast kind of person grab a pop tart and go okay yeah um okay so he starts to um to head to school so uh sylvester has also noticed these symbols uh coming coming up around town uh does he have any particular thoughts about them or is he just sort of like ignoring him um he's probably also heard the rumors from like around school like oh there might be like secret gangs or you know something like that just like very you know 
very small town gossip sort of stuff. Yeah, I think I think Sylvester definitely has like some running theories around it. I think he's like recreated it and then tried to look at it from different angles and such. Like he'll draw it on a piece of paper and then like spin it in different directions and things like that and try to see if there's anything that like reveals itself. Um, nothing really like you know, super clear cut yet. But I think Sylvester has been kind of watching what Wally has been kind of doing, Mm -hmm. like just overhearing some conversations here and there about like, well, I don't think Wally's very secretive. Um, You know, if he has a theory on something, he's kind of loudly proclaiming it to people. Um, And so I think uh, there's been some, some overhearing that I think he's kind of done with that and trying to, keep up with the 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 running theories of the day i suppose all right um so i know that you have been sending messages to wally or sort of like um was sort of like secretly his sort of like a conspiracy co-conspirator unbeknownst to him i believe Mm -hmm. have you been talking to him at all about these symbols or mostly like the usual stuff um i think I think uh, I've definitely mentioned, like, um, you know, any leads on this and then kind of including, like, my own, like, recreation of it um, and kind of included that in a recent note. Yeah, so I've I've asked about it, but that's uh, pretty much where I am. Okay. Um, Yeah. So you uh, you head to school as well. Um, so what is going on in the house with our two sisters? What are your guys' last name again? We're the Crenshaws. The Crenshaws. What's going on at the Crenshaw house? Um, Raven woke up very early, uh, as she typically does, usually to avoid her sister. Um, but today she is particularly tired. She was out for most of the night. She snuck out after her parents went to bed. Um, so she's slowly kind of getting her stuff ready. She goes into her closet full of black clothing and grabs some assortment of said black clothing and brushes her hair to make it look like it hasn't been brushed and eventually makes her way downstairs and probably skips breakfast, just grabs her bag and leaves. It's a Friday and she's got big plans for the weekend, so she's pretty excited. Okay. What are your big plans for the weekend? Oh, she's going to go hang out at the abandoned train car, which is actually what she usually does like every weekend. Good. I like it. So what is uh, what is Babe up to? Babe, ironically, is also up early. So... Oh my fucking God. <laughs> I did not escape my presence. God damn it. But Babe is largely uninterested in bothering her sister during mm-hmm. this hour because she also woke up early so that she could primp and perfect her feathered haircut. And so that she could, once again, because she did this last night, consult all of her fashion magazines in as little time as possible, peruse her vast closet of clothing, make notes on which outfit pieces she still needs, and then choose something for the day. And today it is um, loose jean shorts with a really tight belt, a black Mm -hmm. shirt, and a huge, like, two-size oversized, loud floral jacket like blazer jacket with truly enormous shoulder pads absolutely Mm -hmm. incredible does your morning routine take you like two hours absolutely it's why (laughs) we wake up early because we must look perfect oh my god that's fair (laughs) um so yeah so both crenshaw sisters after doing their um respective 
morning routine uh also begin to head out and i believe that that is all of our high school students corianne you are still in middle school correct yeah she'd be 13 she's about to be a freshman yeah so like eighth grade um it's uh it's coming soon when you will be uh, at the high school you are at the very tail end of your um of your middle school your middle school years um what does uh Corianne's morning routine look like i'm thinking that the um that because of like busing issues and stuff uh the middle school starts slightly later than the high school um Corey Ann definitely gets up to make sure that she can have time to look as good as she can with what her mom allows her to buy her buy and wear makeup wise, which isn't much. It's probably just like a nude lipstick and that's about it. <laughs> um, but she does take a lot of time on her hair. Um, she tries really hard. She's been trying to get her mom to like let her get a perm, but she won't. So she takes a long time to like curl it and put it up and she already has her backpack ready to go, but her mom definitely has her breakfast waiting for her down on the table and it's like a couple eggs and a, some fruit and she kind of hates it, but she knows that she's not getting out the door until she eats it. And her mom makes sure that she takes her food journal and just before she gets out the door, she sneaks one of her mom's books into her backpack as well. Mm. Uh, what book is that? I don't know. The first one she sees. <laughs> I haven't looked it up. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, give me a second. Does Corian walk to school or does she take the bus? Uh, it depends on how far we live. I think she probably, her mom would probably want her to walk to school. God. Um, a question. Mm-hmm. Um, is the middle school close to the high school or is it on the way to where we could, ooh, where do we live on the map? Hmm. I will let people decide where they live on the map. What I'm thinking is that Babe and her sister um, go to school via the car that Babe got for her last birthday that she hates because it's not in the color that she wanted. And if she sees Corianne walking, then she picks her up and takes her to school. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Depending on where you guys live, the middle school would totally be on the way to the high school. Even if it's not, she's your little worshiper. <laughs> I doubt they <laughs> go out of her way. <laughs> yeah. So then, um, so then is the situation then that Babe is uh, like seeing Corian walking and is driving her to middle school, or is it that um, this is like a prearranged thing that she drives her to the middle school? What do you think? It's probably a daily thing, but it's not, like, arranged by the parents. <laughs> it's total coincidence, but it does happen every single day. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, are you walking again? <laughs> does Does Raven walk or ride in the car? God, it's probably a toss-up, but since they're... I don't know. I feel like <laughs> this Michigan, whole thing It's Michigan. Those winters get bad. <laughs> yeah, 100%. I feel like this whole thing is a routine to the point that, like, she always thinks she's going to make it out before Babe does. She never does. <laughs> and then she always ends up taking the car, <laughs> insisting on sitting in the back seat so that they don't have to talk. And then when we find Corey and she's in the front seat. Say, if, if I'm mad at you, then you don't get a ride. You've got to figure out a ride from someone else. Oh, perfect. Are you mad at me? <laughs> mm-hmm. Today I am. Oh, okay. Well, I'm walking then. <laughs> Sick. 
You interrupted my phone call last night when you snuck back in. Yeah, it's valid. What the fuck uh, were you on the phone at 3 a.m. for? Weirdo. I gotta talk to Whitney. <laughs> I know you want me to ask you who Whitney is, but I'm literally not interested at all. How dare you not know who my best friend is? Okay. Uh, all right, so Raven starts hoofing it. <laughs> um, okay. So I am going to um, flip back to um, Wally real fast. Um, so Wally, um, on the way mm-hmm. to school, you do in fact notice something. Um, you're you're walking along. It is like early out, but there's like you know some like littler kids playing outside. Um, it's a nice day. Um, you do see uh, one of these symbols in someone's driveway. There, it is done in chalk. Um, there is a bucket of chalk and a little like um, like maybe like four or five year old who um, you don't see actively doing it, but is sort of like nearby, sort of like toddling along. Uh, I think I've stopped and like wet my finger with my tongue and like wiped it to determine that it was the chalk for sure. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think I look up and say, hey, uh, oh, hey, little buddy. Uh, did, did you did you draw this? Did you see who drew it? Um, the little kid sort of comes up and uh, cocks his head and is like, yeah, I I drew that. Did did somebody show you? I don't know. I just thought it looked cool. Are you a friend of my mom's? No, just this this image has been showing up all over town. And, and who's your mom? Um, he points uh, back to the house and uh, he says, um, "She's my mom. She's inside." Hmm. God, hmm. chase that lead. Do a home invasion clip. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I. Think that Wally is blunt and paranoid for his flaws. Good, that's a good combination um, for this interaction. <laughs> I, I think that with that and the distances Wally will go to prove he's right. I think he's not going to do anything right now. Mm-hmm. I think what's going to happen is that he's going to write down the address in his notebook as a potential lead, Mm -hmm. and he's going to do a home invasion tonight after after dark. Wally! Put in my notes that Wally is planning on doing (laughs) a home invasion. Do a home invasion. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, this is a house um, not too far from um, from the high school. Like a like a couple blocks away, you can't like see the high school from where you are, but it, it's in the like sort of like surrounding uh, neighborhoods that you have to uh, walk through to get there. I'm kind of like assuming that you're all walking because you're too cool to ride the bus. Oh, I the guess. buses are know. indoctrination. Okay. The buses are absolutely indoctrination. Wouldn't do it. Yeah, if anyone else is like driving or riding the bus, let me know because um, I've been just sort of assuming based on things I did when I was in high school. <laughs> So if that is incorrect, let me know. Okay, I have in my notes now that Wally is planning a home invasion. Already this is going in an interesting direction. Um, okay, so Wally continues to walk to school. So let's then jump back to, um, uh, unless um, either Sylvester or Raven is doing anything on their walk to school, um, let's go back to the car with um, with Corianne and Babe and maybe do a little scene. So um Corianne is is um either waiting or walking like a little bit from her house when um when Babe pulls up in her car. Morning, Babe. 
morning. <laughs> Sorry, just me. I was just picturing it more as like me driving at this time period, which I definitely wasn't doing yet. <laughs> what kind of what kind of car does Babe have? Yeah. What kind of car does Babe have? Hang on. It's a Pinto. I finally figured out my book. Ooh, what's your book? <laughs> um, unfortunately, it's Sunshine by Norma Klein, which I feel like Corianne's a little disappointed because it's not her mom's typical romance book. Mm, that's fair. <laughs> oh my god, wait, do you steal your mom's Harlequin romance novels? I have to get entertainment somehow. Oh my god. <laughs> Relatable content, honestly. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh goodness, I love that. What's a cool car from nineteen the nineteen eighties? Oh, you are asking Ford the wrong Pinto. person. Wrong person. Ford Pinto. Fuck yeah! Oh my gosh! Sure. <laughs> Aren't those the ones that like would explode? Yeah, they're pretty bad cars, but they didn't okay. know that back then. So don't get in a fender bender or your car is going <laughs> to explode. Babe is an excellent driver, but she has terrible road oh rage. It adds a nice element of tension oh to this game. Babe really is just my sister. <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah, uh, so you pick uh, you pick Coriana up in your Ford Pinto. Um, I, I'm kind of imagining that there's like some top 40 radio playing on the station. Um, and yeah, Coriana, as usual, you sort of like slide into the car and you two start to make your way to school. Um, do you two like talk about anything or? Yeah, I'm actually curious if this is just like a dead silent car ride. Every <laughs> that is an option. However you guys want to do it. Yes. Totally I just fun. wonder if, if Coriana is like too nervous. <laughs> How cranky is Babe usually in the morning? Like, does she usually hate talking on the way to school? Um, I think normally she's, like, somewhere in the middle. Like, where you'll get, like, maybe a little bit of small talk. Um, she might ask how you're doing. But this morning she's mad at her sister. And so she's just silently fuming. Well, I think Corianne would pick up on that. But then she would also ask if you saw the latest ad in some magazine for lipstick. I think she kind of like snaps out of it for like at least briefly and just goes, which one? Was there a new magazine? Did I miss it? Did you see the new Maybelline whip gloss stick? Yes, I looked up. Oh yeah, I, I definitely saw that. That I think my parents were able to get a couple of those last week. If you want one, I don't like it very much, so I can just give you one. Really? Yeah, why not? Thank you. I think she like digs in her purse. She's like, ah, no, I think I have one in here. And then just like, uh, possibly is not keeping her eyes on the road as well as she should to dig in her purse. And then um, ends up like tossing you a lip gloss. Off topic, I just discovered there is a mood lipstick called Lori Ann. Corian gets very excited by the gift and promptly puts it on. It is most likely not her color. Oh. I think Babe's just gonna is gonna look, and then she's gonna be like, mm, "I don't think that one's it for today." And then she'll dig in her purse again, and then pull out a different one that matches a little bit better. And she goes, "Here, try this." And then like, also like at this point, just shoves the purse at Corianne, and she's like, "Here, there's a napkin in there somewhere." Corianne will quickly wipe off as best as she can in a moving car and reapply. That's much better. 
Don't forget to wipe it off before you get out of school again, though, because I'm not going to be in charge of what happens when your mom sees it again. I just have to make sure it's off before home, but I will. I promise I won't get you in trouble again. Perfect. Thank you. And then, like, goes back to rage fuming. <laughs> Corianne's just gonna hum the song quietly to herself. Yeah. Yeah, Corianne gets, uh, gets dropped off at middle school. And um, Babe continues along her merry way. Um, now, the last three people that we have walking to school, Raven would probably run into Wally at some point um, during the walk, maybe like even pretty close, like a block away or so. Does Sylvester run into anyone or just sort of like um, if he does start to see people just keeps moving forward? He can also totally be in this scene. Uh, sure. Yeah, I'll run into y'all. I do have something to add about um, Sylvester's like morning routine, though. Um, okay. That I forgot to mention earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, but Sylvester also has a car. Um, it's a it's a, it's a Chevrolet Celebrity. It is very sensible. He doesn't drive it though because he actually thinks like it's very uncomfortable, like driving his car to school and like making it very obvious that like he got a car from his parents and everything so he tries to avoid driving it if he can um so mm-hmm. that's why he intentionally like walks to school good but, yeah good. that's that's his car um and so yeah i guess uh walks up and runs into our other characters yeah about like a block or two away from school you haven't quite rounded the corner to get into um into view of the school yet um the three of you sort of start walking down the sidewalk kind of together like that sort of awkward like oh no Mm -hmm. like this group is like forming and i don't actually want to be a part of it but like here we are um so what happens yeah it it takes a minute or two uh raven's definitely keeping like 10 feet of distance from the other two but at some point she like hikes her backpack up on her shoulders and uh calls out uh hey walleye hey you got a sec oh uh hey ray uh yeah i I got a sec. Uh, oh, hey, Sylvester, how are you? Uh, you know, not too bad. You know, it's pretty pretty yeah. good day. Uh, hi, hi, Specs. I need to chat to you, too. So can we just take a sec before we go in? Uh, Sure. You know, and, and, you know, I do have a name. It's not Specs, but... Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> Walleye, have you been, like, taking a look around town, seeing those, like, crazy symbols? It seems like something you'd be super into, Yeah. Actually, I've got a hole, and you see him, like, pull out this, like, notebook, and he's, like, flipping through it, like, I've got, like, every time I've seen one, I've got the location, when it's, when it's shown, when it's shown up that I've been able to see, find them, and it was, it was really weird, on the walk, uh, nearby, uh, just, you know, a couple blocks around the corner from the school, uh, there was another drawing in a driveway out of chalk. Uh, yeah, totally. So, like, uh, there's one that I feel like you probably hadn't seen since it just showed up. Like, I'm pretty sure last night it was so mysterious. I was, like, walking out by the woods and there's that abandoned porta potty that's been there for, like, years. And there's, like, flowers and shit growing in it. But, like, there was a new one there that I'd never seen before. And it looked a little different. You should probably go check it out after school today. Oh, uh, interesting. Okay. And you see him writing down on the notebook. It's like... And that was, when was, it was just last night, you noticed it for the first time? 
yeah, I was just like walking around there like I do. And I don't know, it just seemed really interesting and like something you'd totally be into. And Raven's kind of like tucking her hands into her pockets because on the edges of them is spray paint, black spray paint from where she had put up that new one <laughs> the other night. <laughs> Good. Um, as, as Wally too is like sort of like, um, walking backwards, um, he notices one probably that he had seen before on the back of a, uh, on the back of the stop sign. It's really weird. These, that one, that one showed up about three weeks ago. Yeah, totally. So Sylvester, um, I was meaning to talk to you about the quiz that we have next week in calculus because I know (laughs) that you probably have the right answers for that. So is there any chance we could like meet up and like, I don't know, I'll buy you a soda or something. I'm just like, I'm so over classes for this year. And I'm not like, you know, like, it's not like cheating. It's more like working together because I feel like I probably, you know, I could help out with like English or whatever. I'm sorry, what now? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> uh, oh, were you asking to cheat off of me? No, it's, oh, my God. It's not cheating. It's like, you know how they're always like, you should work together and like foster communication and whatever. Like our c- counselor always like talks to me about like, you should make more friends and stuff. And I just, you know, I feel like we have this thing in common. So we should like talk about it. Like It class. sounds like cheating to me. Yeah, so Wally, I'm actually like done talking to you. So I don't know if you have to like get to homeroom or something, but I just need to talk to Specs for a sec by himself. Yeah, you know, again, not not really my name, but um, I I'm I mean I'm happy to help you know tutor you on something if that's something you need help with. But cool, yeah, totally. Um, that would be awesome. So I'll just I'll grab like your papers after second period today, and then we can kind of move on with our lives. Thank you. Okay, I gotta get to class because we're watching. Um, some stupid Spanish movie and I want to be able to doodle the whole time. So bye guys. Thanks. And Raven <laughs> runs off. I didn't agree to that. <laughs> okay. Well, she's gone now. <laughs> she, she used to be real nice and um, I don't know. Part of me kind of hopes that she starts being nice again, but I don't know. I don't, I don't think I hold my breath on it. Yeah. You know, I, uh, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't really count on people like that. Just just in general, I never count on people, but you know. Yeah, there's too many of pe- too many people are indoctrinated into all of the uh, the fluoride cult. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the fluoride cult for sure. <laughs> and I'm like sitting here I'm just sitting here like like I I kind of like chuckle as you say like fluoride cult as I eat this very processed breakfast item. <laughs> I think I don't notice because I'm like looking at my notes again, adding in the the new data that I've compiled on the walk mm-hmm. this morning. It, well, I don't know. I, I think like, is this the same notebook that you wrote down the address for this house? Yeah. Is it on the same page? Uh, yeah, I think so. It's got like lots of little like dashes. Um, I think I'm being clever by writing in some kind of code. <laughs> But you're actually smart and can easily figure out that it's just like pig Latin, real, real bad pig gotcha. Latin. <laughs> gotcha. Incredible. <laughs> That's amazing. I'm like, uh, you, you planning on touring a house? Oh well, I, I was, I was trying to talk to uh, Ray about it, but on the walk to school today, there was like a five year old who was drawing in chalk on the driveway and they drew the symbol and it wasn't like just like 
a kid seeing it and kind of like drawing it from memory. There wasn't any kind of these symbols around there. And it was spot on mm. with it. And so I was I was going to go back tonight and try and like break in to see if I could find anything the that could like give some kind of leads to it. Uh, what do you mean go back? You know, like if you check a book out of the library, you got to return it, right? <laughs> so I checked out this information and I got to go back oh, to right. get more. That's not what that yeah, fucking like, means. I, I don't think this is like a library kind of situation, you know what I mean? Like these are kind of different different concepts entirely, but you know, that's 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 okay. Um uh that's yep. <laughs> yeah. So so I'm going to go I'm going to go back later later tonight after after dark. I'll probably do it after checking out the uh the symbol that Ray uh mentioned. Uh yeah. Okay. Well, you're just going to do that by yourself? I mean, uh I I don't usually have help on these kind of things, but mostly that's cuz I don't know, people generally don't believe me. So, they just kind of ignore mm. it. Yeah. I guess that makes sense. But I did did you want to go with either or and to the previously mentioned things like the woods and the break-in i mean i the break-in um i i don't know if i want to be a part of a break-in um but you know uh you know if if you want like help i mean like you know looking anything over you know i mean like i'm you know i'm, I'm okay with helping with that but uh breaking in um uh I don't, i'm not sure about that all right well uh hey You've got lunch during fifth period, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, let's let's sit together. I'll I'll show you my notebook with all the stuff that I've got so far, and maybe we can like talk it over and see what's going on. And if you want to, you know, we can go check out the uh, symbol that Raven was talking about, and then uh, you know, you can break off, and then I can go do what I need to do. Okay. Um. You know. It, you know, the 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 break in. You mean that that part? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. 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 That sounds. That sounds good. All right. Awesome. Well. Yeah. I'll. That's <laughs> getting close to first period, so I'll. I'll see you at lunch. Okay. Sounds good. Uh. Yeah. And uh, you guys continue to walk ahead. You're. You're within striking distance of the school now. Um. Raven has sort of like run ahead, and uh, Babe's car is rounding the corner. You guys probably see her pass. Um, all four of you sort of notice, uh, you know, you know, something sort of peculiar. There is a crowd around the front of the school. Um, it's a one level school, uh, and there's sort of like an overhang over the front of it. So if it's raining and stuff and students need to uh, wait outside, they can, they can do so. It's a brick building. Um, and, Students seem to be sort of crowding around um, something that looks like it was spray spray painted on the front of the school. As you get closer, you see that it is the symbol again, but this time it is slightly different than it was before. Oh god, it's even more clearly a penis. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what the fuck? Some of the lines in it are a little bit more more squiggly. There's also um, some tick marks underneath the symbol now. And uh, there's students sort of like um, 
standing around it and talking, and uh, you guys are able to get over there and look at it. Um, but sort of like approaching eventually will probably be an administrator to tell people to uh, go away and uh, get to class. Wally has managed to draw it and add it to the notebook. Yeah, um, yeah, you hear students, like, whispering and, uh, talking about and being like, oh, like, someone managed to tag the school, like, when did that happen? And, uh, then, you know, as you all get there and are, are, and are looking at it, um, the, uh, principal of the school, uh, principal comer, as, um, as you all know. Um, oh, that's unfortunate. <laughs> it is unfortunate. Um, people make jokes about it a lot and uh, get a lot of oh, detention God. because of it. So Principal Cummer comes out and uh, says, all right, get to class. There's nothing to see here. We're going to have the janitors take care of this. Get to class. All of you All of you need to be in homeroom right now. Absolutely incredible. Yeah. And do you all uh, go to class? Yeah. All right. Principal Cummer was a Tom edition. <laughs> It's like, yeah, it's like, you should have a name that no people yeah. laugh at. And I'm like, that's fair. <laughs> God, he really nailed it in one, didn't yeah. he? Um, <laughs> so yeah, you all managed to get to class. Uh, the gossip that day is mostly about the symbol on the front of the building. Hello, listeners. Welcome to another season of Fables Around the Table. I am your GM for this season, Fiona L.F. Kelly. For our 11th season, we are playing Kids on Bikes. Kids on Bikes is a role-playing game about small towns and big adventures created by Jonathan Gilmore and Doug Lewandowski. We hope you've all been enjoying our first episode. We ended up playing such a fun game, and I hope you enjoy listening as much as we've enjoyed playing. Speaking of playing, let's talk about our players for this episode. First up, we have our newest player, M, who plays Raven Crenshaw. This is M's first time as a player on Fables Around the Table. She enjoys tabletop RPGs, being a dice goblin, and her cats. M has been so much fun to play with, and you can often find her on our Discord talking about about her latest tabletop RPG adventure. Next up is Caitlin Camp, who plays Raven's sister, Babe. Caitlin has been a player on Fables several times over the seasons, including our Babes in the Woods second edition game Lost, where she played the kid detective Posey Drew Fisher. In addition to this podcast, Caitlin has also been a guest on the podcast Tales of the Voidfarer, and you can similarly find her on our Discord talking about her cats, but also her bugs and plants. Next up is Annie Kimmel, who plays Corianne. Annie is an avid reader and runs the Instagram account Two Bookish Babes with her friend Alyssa. She has also been on Fable several times now, including being one third of our bride in Bluebeard's Bride in our season Tiffany. Next up, we have Roger Page. Roger is a regular Fables player and Twitch streamer. If you love Roger as much as we do, and I know you do, you can find him on Twitch by searching for Mr. Roger. That's M-I-S-T-E-R-R-O-D-G-E-R. If you want to hear more of Roger on Fables, you can check out our second season, Tainted Love, where he plays the time-traveling mall Visigoth Barrack. And last but not least, we have Cliff B. Cliff is a dear friend of the show and has been a player on many seasons. For instance, he played the super speedster from another timeline, Jackrabbit, on our season Super. Speaking of Super... 
Heathcliff is the GM for a Masks actual play podcast that takes inspiration from Super, but explores what's going on in Halcyon City 10 years in the future. You can check out Cape Chronicles wherever you get your podcasts. Additionally, Cliff is one half of the Nerdcore rap duo 2D6. Check them out wherever you get your music and follow them on social media to learn more about their upcoming albums and shows. And of course, we have some people behind the scenes who have been a huge help in making this season come to fruition. First up, we have Tom Goldthwaite. If you're a longtime Fables listener, you've probably heard of Tom. Tom has helped us out here and there with the story and has also created some original music you'll hear later in the show. Tom also recently created the podcast Cosmere and Coffee. If you're a fan of the works of Brandon Sanderson, then check out Cosmere and Coffee wherever you get your podcasts. Next up is Chelsea Rexinger. We're doing things a bit differently this season and are having Chelsea take on the lion's share of editing, which is a huge project in and of itself. Again, if you're a Fables listener, you'll know who Chelsea is. She's been on the mic and helping out behind the scenes in various capacities over the course of the show, including creating a lot of the artwork we use, editing the episodes, GMing, and being featured as a player. Chelsea is also a candle maker. To check out her tabletop RPG-inspired candles, head on over to etsy.com slash shop slash plot kindling candles. And we have Nick. Nick is a huge part of Fables and the Project Derailed Network in general. Um, When I knew I wanted to do a sci-fi adjacent adventure story, I knew I had to bring Nick on as a producer to help me out. Nick is the GM of the Emmy-nominated Spelljammer-inspired 5th edition actual play podcast Tales of the Voidfarer. That's a real mouthful, but just look up Tales of the Voidfarer. Check it out wherever you get your podcasts. And I wanted to give a special shout out to one of our players from a previous season, um, if you listen to last season, uh, you'll know our good friend of the show, Maeve Fox, who played Shelly, our favorite armadillo girl. Um, Maeve has recently started a new podcast called Foxtail Games. That's tail spelled T-A-L-E, like a storybook tale. Um, This is an anthology style uh, actual play tabletop RPG podcast, kind of like this show. Um, And their first season is starting in January. We're so excited. Uh, The first season is called Rotting on the Vine, and she will be running The Curse of the House of Rookwood from Nerdy Pup Games. If you've been here from the beginning, or at least have listened from the beginning of this show, you will know how diehard of Rookwood fans we are here. Uh, We love Rookwood and Nerdy Pup Games and everything they put out. Um, so if you're excited to hear what Maeve has come up with, just like we are, you can head on over to your podcatcher and check out Foxtail Games. The first trailer is up now, and then in January, uh, there will be more to come, and we will certainly be listening and hope that you join us as well. If you like the show and want to learn more, head over to projectderail.com. There you'll find links to our Discord, Patreon, and merch, as well as information about the other shows on our network. We hope you've enjoyed listening, and we'll see you all back in hell. It is the end of the school year, you guys. Are, some of the teachers are like more concerned about like your finals and things like that. But a lot of teachers are a little bit phoning it in um, with some like pretty easy like reviews that they pass out and make you sort of like do during class time or uh, or setting up like a video or something like that. But Babe is approached um, during the day. Um, she's approached by one of the cool kids who I wish I would have made a name for. Um, let's call him Fred because Caitlin has a cat named Fred. 
Um, so Fred, he, you know, is um, one of the positions on the football team. Fiona, oh my god. <laughs> one of those good old football position people. <laughs> the big catch man. We want quarterback. Fancy. He wears yeah, the well, that was, that was the thing. I wasn't sure if I wanted to, him to be the quarterback specifically because I'm like, oh man, that's like the important one. Let's, um, oh god, what are some maybe wide, he's a wide receiver, maybe yeah, wide, wide, tight linebacker, end. defensive. What's, a, what's his? Our books yeah, are called what, what's his Body type, I guess. Um, he's like, yeah, is he like thick? <laughs> god, um. <laughs> Why does this always describe him physically, Fiona? <laughs> does he have cake? In detail, Fiona. He's like, he's like, um, what body types do football players have? He's like, uh. Oh my god! <laughs> Fiona has never heard of football like, before I, in her life. I, mean, I think there's like, I, the reason why I ask is because I'm like, there's definitely like certain positions that I think certain, you know, body types like make more sense for, so. Yeah, bigger guys tend to be defensive. Wiry guys are runners. Like a, he's like uh, he's like obviously athletically built, but he's a little bit like um, lighter compared to some of the guys who are like mm. um, linebackers. See, I know at least two football wide receiver for sure positions. Yeah, yeah. Sure, he's a wide receiver. He's go. built like that. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Can't believe you guys would make me know about sports. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! Oh, by my up. own petard. Yeah, you're the one that introduced it. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Revealing myself as an alien who's never heard of sports. <laughs> Man, just made him a soccer player. I was, yeah, I was, I was in, I was a cheerleader and in marching band at various points of my life, so I should like know more. I love to think you just watching the fucking games. Like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. I just play my goddamn flute. <laughs> it was a trumpet, actually. <laughs> Uh, he engages in the grass that is painted. Yeah, some, <laughs> something happens. There was a there was a ball, and people got mad about stuff. I don't know. Um, and we played at right interval. <laughs> um, there was there were some good games. So anyway, um, Fred, the wide receiver, comes up to Babe, and he's like, um, "Hey, Babe." <laughs> I asked for that by naming him. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Um, are we where are we like in the hallway or something yeah just like in the hallway in between classes I'd like to think that she's filing her nails and she doesn't really look up but she kind of like gives him or she gives him like a sideways glance and just goes what is it Uh, some of us are getting together tonight out at the lake we've got some beer we've got some brewskis did they say brewskis in the 80s I don't know know. sure sure yeah they do now We've got some, like, beer and some wine coolers. It's going to be a pretty chill time. I thought that cool people like you and anyone who you wanted to bring could uh, come join us. There'll be a lot of people there. It'll be really cool. Um, you notice that he also has a stack in his hands of um, of colored paper. Um, it's like a sort of, like, um, bluish-green color. And it looks like um, flyers for this particular uh, get-together at the lake. Very organized. Yeah. Babe is going to admire the handiwork that she has done on her nails which look perfect i don't think that that technically changed to anyone else's eye uh while she was fixing them but she admires her her nails and then looks at him takes a flyer doesn't look at it and just says is ricky q gonna be there uh maybe we can like look for him if you want Mm. 
You said you're going to be there? Yeah. I'll think about it. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> um, he looks like, he sort of like has to like think about what happened for a second. And it's like, okay, cool. We'll see you there. And uh, any other cool people, you know, you know, bring them by. All right. Uh, bye. See you later. All right. See you later, babe. <laughs> and uh, he... <laughs> it's so bad. It is so, so bad. So abhorrent. Uh, he walks off and uh, talks to another cool group and hands them a flyer. Um, you see that sort of happening. So let's uh, shift the camera a little bit. Um, let's shift it to um, to, uh, to Wally, actually. So, Wally, it's getting close to lunchtime at this point, and um, you're sort of, like, walking through. Um, you might, you probably have a lunch tray. You're on your way to uh, talk to Sylvester. Um, well, actually, do you eat the cafeteria food? <laughs> uh, no, I pack a lunch specifically because uh, they put in sedatives and different mind-controlling chemicals into the cafeteria food to uh, make you more subservient and easily uh, corruptible by the system that we are all forced into maintaining. Okay. Um, probably not <laughs> incorrect. Um, <laughs> so so uh, Wally notices something, though, on the way to uh, talk to Sylvester. Um, probably everyone in the high school has seen these, um, has seen these, like, uh, f- flyers, these, like, sort of, like, bluish-green flyers that have been printed out by... Um, the football players who are having a uh, get together with beer at the lake. Um, you see one um, crumpled up, Wally, um, but there's it, it's in a trash can, like one of those big giant trash cans you find in uh, cafeterias. Uh, you see it as you walk by. Um, it looks like there's like something on it that was put on it with like a sharpie. So it's just uh, another one of the symbols on there. Yeah, it's crumpled up, but you think it uh, might be. You are welcome to take it out of the trash. Yeah, I, I was going to start saying that I look around to make sure nobody's seeing, but I think... Yeah, come on. There's this, no way he cares. At this, at this point, Wally is past the point of having pride. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, just kind of reach in, grab it, and uh, start uncrumpling it as I walk over to meet with Sylvester. Yeah, it is in fact one of the flyers for the get together at the lake tonight, and um, on it, on the back of it, is in fact uh, scribbled in sharpie um, the original symbol, not the more detailed one that you saw on the front of the school. Hmm. So I think I sit down and uh, is Sylvester there waiting already? Uh, yeah, I'm definitely there waiting, and I already have like my tray with my. Uh, it's pizza day, so I got my I got my pizza. I've got a little. Little carton oh, of some two yeah. percent, and I got a little apple, and um, yeah, it's a it's a pretty nice day. He did pack like an extra pop tart to snack on during lunch as well, so um, he he's also got that like off to the side. So sitting there taking a little sip of some milk and waves Wally over. Yeah, I uh, head over. I choose to not say anything about the uh, the control consumables. Uh, and just kind of like dive in with the, uh, all right. So like, I just, uh, I, I just was walking over and I saw this in the trash and I finish unfolding it and it's like, and it was, it was a thing for the party that the football players are throwing, I guess. And it's got the, the other symbol on the back and flip open the notebook and, you know, just kind of like slide it over. 
And with, with the new one, I I think that I think that my original thought might be kind of right. I thought it was some kind of like power being drained from like the town to the lake. And you know, I don't know if I don't know what each part plays in it. I assume that like they're just dumping fluoride and stuff into the lake, but with the direction everything looks like it goes with it, it seems like whatever is being done is being drawn to it as opposed to like not. So I think I don't know, maybe I think the we should skip the forest outhouse and the the you know break in tonight <laughs> and maybe go to the lake to see what's going on maybe there'll be there'll be more people there and you know it's i'm sure it's not just one person going around tagging everything it's got to be a group of people at this point mm. that's a that's an interesting theory and i mean i think i'm always here for i think uh you know less break-ins so you know and and I do not like lower my voice at all when I say break in. <laughs> Just like you know, I'm here for less break ins in <laughs> Jesus general. Christ. Although I mean, uh, I mean, and it kind of looks over the poster like I mean, this seems kind of annoying to go to, but I guess I mean we don't actually have to like interact with the people there. But oh, like, I wasn't planning on it. I don't know. Maybe watching, <laughs> maybe like watching them from like you know, far enough away, seeing, you know, if we can notice anything or if whoever's doing whatever's going on is just kind of using this as a distraction while they do whatever it is they're doing. Okay. Yeah. Sounds like a good plan. Sounds like a good plan. I mean, I'm usually watching anyway. So, you know, I think this, this I can just do that here, here, I guess. All right. All right. Cool. Um, but yeah, I'm not, I've been trying for a while to piece together what all this means. And I've just, it feels like I'm just ramming my head against mm-hmm. the wall, you know? Like, it's it's been hard working on this alone, but, you know, now that, you know, we're kind of looking at this together, maybe we'll be able to crack what's going on. Yeah, you know, like, maybe, I, you know, I've been trying to, like, look at this symbol, but, like, now that we have, like, this new, I don't know, like, new version, I suppose, maybe there's more here? And also kind of, like, as like a little doodle of what the new kind of version is and kind of just looking at it and rotating it and not really having any kind of immediate idea come to mind. But At this point, um, Raven comes up behind the two of them and says, uh, hey, are you guys talking about like that party tonight? Um, I mean, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess I guess we are, you know. Uh, yeah, cool. Yeah, I, I mean, are you like, are you thinking about going? I mean, you know, I feel like everybody's going, so, you know, it's it's just, it's probably better if, you know, if, if we go, so that way, like, socially, right, and, yeah. Yeah, totally, like, it's gonna be, like, so lame, but, like, you know, watching people be, like, really stupid, <laughs> like, I don't know, that's pretty, that's, like, funny. Um, cool, well, I mean, I guess, like, I guess I can tag along, too, and, like, maybe we can talk about that math homework there or something, um, just, you know, to fit into our schedules a little bit better, that sounds, that sounds cool, and Wally, maybe I can, like, show you, because that, you know, the porta potty was pretty close, so maybe I can, like, show you where I found it or something, and that would be, like, you know, whatever, like, I guess I can do that. I mean, that, that would be cool, but, uh. I feel like if you're talking about math at a party, that's, I mean, that's kind of my jam, but, like, even I know that's kind of, like, 
socially weird, right? Yeah, no, we're not gonna like talk about it. Like, I'm sure, I'm sure Sylvester is just gonna like give me his notebook, and I can copy. Yeah, some not stuff really. Down, so. Actually, you know, I'd... yeah, yeah, I wouldn't be like weird at a party. Yeah, it's cool. So thank you. I like super appreciate it. Um, and I'll see if I can like snag some beers for my sister or something if you guys I, want tonight. No. And like that can be like payment no, I, or I whatever. Don't, I don't, I don't take payment and beer. You know, actually, I don't, I don't drink at all. You know, it's, <laughs> I know that's not cool, but you know, yeah. I don't really drink. Yeah, I, I can't afford to be inebriated when I've got like all these government agencies after me for my uh, exposing the truth. Yeah, no, like totally agree. I don't drink either. So like, that's cool. Yeah. Um, okay. Cool. cool. Okay. Well, I need to go like talk to my boyfriend. So I'll just like, I don't know. I'll see you, you guys later tonight, I guess. Yeah. When did that happen? Yeah. Jerry and I have been dating for like six months now. Um Okay, does he, like, go to a different school or something? Because, I mean, like, I don't... Yeah, like, I guess you could say that. Um, He's, like, not among the living anymore. So, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That seems kind of hard to spend time with him. Yeah, no, it's, like, really, like, spiritual when we're together. You wouldn't understand. It's, like, I I don't know. I just have, like, a connection to the afterlife and stuff. I mean, I guess that makes sense. I mean, um... And honestly, Sylvester is so confused, he just starts taking a sip of milk. Yeah, cool. So I'll just, like, I'll see you guys later tonight. Um, And, like, maybe I can, like, introduce you to Jerry or something. I'm sure he'd be, like, so into that. So cool. Um, I'll see you guys later. Um, And Raven walks off, like, vaguely in the direction of the entrance to the cafeteria, uh, and then realizes, like, at the last minute that she's heading straight towards Babe's table and, like, <laughs> complete 90-degree angle, like, shoots off to some random corner where she just kind of hangs out for a second <laughs> to find an exit. I think Wally's just so, like, baffled by that interaction. Uh, he looks over to Sylvester and just says, You know they put a lot of, like, weird hormones into the milk to, like, make it... It's, it's not, like, controlling anything, as you know, weird as that is, but they're making, like... Making us bigger than we should be? Like, in, like, 20 years, we're going to be, like, a full, like, inch taller on average than people are, you know, naturally supposed to be? I don't think it's really working for me. <laughs> and then the camera shit. <laughs> um. Oh, my fucking God. <laughs> what a nightmare group of people. <laughs> um... So, babe, um, and uh, we will be getting to Corianne in a moment here. Um, I have not forgotten about you over at the Sounds like a threat. Um, so, babe, <laughs> you are uh, you are sitting um, with your friends, um, your your two best friends, Whitney and Cynthia, and um, you are at the definitively cool kids table. Um, you have just watched your sister um, go up to your secret best friend, Sylvester, and some guy that you like kind of think you might have seen around the school. You don't really know. Um, your sister did something or other that gave the whole table sort of strange reactions and then uh, sort of uh, stalked off somewhere else in the cafeteria. But anyway, Whitney and Cynthia are uh, are talking to you. And mostly they've been chatting about um, the graffiti symbol on the front of the school. That's been their sort of topic of discussion, but also uh, sort of mentioning the party at the lake tonight. And uh, so Whitney says, um, she says, um, so are you going to go? Are you going to go to the lake? I suppose we're going to have to. 
since it seems everyone is going to be there, we might as well figure out what's going on with everybody else. And if it's not cool, then we leave to make a point. Yeah. I mean, we like totally have to go just to see like what it's like, right? Yeah. But I would say we bring our own stuff. And if we end up wanting to stay at the lake, then we can do what we want. And we don't have to, you know, hang out with people if they aren't cool. And she's like very pointedly (laughs) glaring at her sister. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they are. um, They're like nodding along like, like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And uh, Cynthia says, like, um, have you heard anything about, like, what happened with, like, the front of the school? I mean, I've been asking people, like, all day, and no one has, like, any idea. Like, isn't that, like, weird? It is pretty weird. But Babe also looks pretty unconcerned. Um, but she offers up her theory that perhaps this is a new advertising campaign for, like, maybe the the clothing brand Guess or something. Oh my god, do you like seriously think so though? I don't know. It's just a thought. It would be something that was pretty attention getting, but mm, I guess we'll just have to see. Otherwise, it's just really annoying. Yeah, it's like totally weird. But if it was like this sort of like, like campaign or something, but I guess, I mean, that would be like totally cool, right? I mean, everyone is talking about this place because of, you know, what happened. But like, I mean, that would be wild, right? If Guess was like here. I mean, that could be like your big break, babe. (sighs) Which I guess is why we should also go to the lake. Gotta look pretty just in case anyone has cameras. Just in case. Um, so yeah. So, um, Corianne, um, you are you are still at the middle school, um, and word has spread even so to the middle school that uh, someone managed to tag the high school. It's not like totally clear what happened, um, but it seems as though those like strange symbols, which middle schoolers would of course see um, phallically, <laughs> has been tagged um, on the high school. But uh, through the grapevine, it's sort of gotten like more extravagant as the as the day has. Um, as the day has gone on um and uh, you you hear sort of like more and more wild theories um what does an average day in the middle school look like for Corey Ann um i think for Corey Ann she has like a couple of friends um that she's probably been friends with since like kindergarten but she's definitely not one of the cool kids she wants to be really desperately she tries to talk to like the like top cool girl but mm-hmm. she's she's not quite there. She definitely tries too hard. Um other than that, she goes yeah. to classes. She does pretty well in her classes, pretty average. Um she tries to fly under the radar cuz she's a little insecure, but so she mm-hmm. she's not the one who raises her hands in class and she She's just kind of an average kid. It's so sad because I'm getting the big vibes of like when I hit high school, <laughs> I have this cool friend and it's everything will be different. Yeah. yeah. Everything oh, my yeah. time will come. Aww. Oh god. Yeah. Oh, Cory. <laughs> Cuz in high school everyone's cool. Oh, Cory. And no one's mean mm-hmm. to anybody and I certainly won't be bullied even more for being an absolute outcast weirdo. Sorry, what? <laughs> um yeah, so Coriana, it's a pretty average day, except for that. Um, here's a question: um, Does uh, Babe pick up Coriana at the end of the day? Like she, uh, like she drops her off? Yeah, 
Okay. So, yeah, the rest of the school day for everyone goes kind of uneventfully. Like, the buzz starts to die down a little bit towards the end of the day as people start uh, looking forward to getting out and then going to the party once the uh, once the sun goes um, down. Fiona, real quick, during, like, study hall period or something, Raven would like to sneak off to, like, the janitor's closet and try to do a quick Ouija reading just to get the vibes for tonight and just to, like... You know, see if Jerry's interested in going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, you managed to sneak off to the janitor's closet. Um, it ha- uh, do you do this enough that this is sort of like set up for you specifically? Or <laughs> is this like you're, you're in and out? Yeah, I feel like there's probably like a utility table that's usually folded up in the corner and she pulls it out every single time she goes in there, which is at least twice a day. And so eventually the janitor was just like, <laughs> fuck it, <laughs> leaves yeah. it out. So she like, she's got her, oh her board God. in her backpack at Frank all times. the janitor <laughs> sees you going in there and is just like, okay. This fucking kid again. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so she, she carries her board with her, uh, and then just kind of has that little space set up and she can lock the door from the inside, which is probably not a thing you can do in schools, but maybe back in the eighties. There were no rules yeah. then. Yeah. Sure. Why not? Um, if, if there's not a lock, she figures out how to essentially lock it. Like, yeah. Lock there's it like over. a push broom or something that she shoves under the handle. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so she sets up at this like little table in the corner and she picks this one closet specifically towards the back of the school um, that isn't used very often because one of the lights like flickers mm-hmm. and that's really cool and atmospheric and the janitor never fixed it. So mm-hmm. she sets up under there and like places the planchette on the board um, and just sort of centers mm-hmm. herself for a moment. Mm-hmm. Hey, Jerry. So there's like this party. I don't know how much you heard, um, but it sounds like it'll be really lame. There's also a chance that I'll be able to like scare the crap out of Wally, which I feel like would be really funny for us. So I just kind of wanted to like check in and see if you were like interested in going and like if you're around and whatever. So yeah. Um, You feel a force pushing the planchette um, over the yes position. She like almost does a fist pump, but then regains her composure very quickly. Okay, cool. So yeah, like whatever. Also, this is so random and I totally wouldn't ask, but everybody's talking about it. What's like going on with that graffiti stuff, right? Like, do you, I don't know, like, are, is there like a ghost presence or something in the town? That would be so lame if there's other ghosts here because you're like the coolest, but I don't know. Like, do you have any sort of spiritual insight on it? Um, the planchette uh, circles around the board, makes, makes its way sort of around, and then lands back in the yes position. I think Raven just stares at it for a second. Uh, and the atmosphere of like this is this weird little cute nerdy thing that this high schooler does like drips away to being actually a little bit like scary Mm -hmm. (laughs) and then she hurriedly sweeps the board back into her backpack and leaves and heads back to study hall okay yeah um after your brief conversation with your boyfriend jerry um (laughs) <laughs> you you uh get back to uh to study hall uh coming in late um you're slightly scolded about this but you know they let it go it's not the first time it's happened it's just sort of part of the routine at this point yeah I like bet. you kind of have to pick your battles at some point so. yeah yeah uh another <laughs> exasperated sigh as raven comes in late again um yeah uh so it is the end of the school day for for everyone 
Um, and uh, Babe goes and uh, goes to pick up Corianne. Um, Corianne, on your way sort of like to the corner where you meet Babe, um, you see a paper that's sort of um, flying through the wind and it lands in front of you. It's one of those same sort of like blue-green printed papers uh, talking about the party at the lake tonight. It's a high school party. Um, it looks like it's going to be like kind of cool. Do with that what you will, as uh, Babe pulls up in her car. Um, before she pulls up, I'm going to grab the flyer and stick it into my backpack. Okay. And then when I climb in, I'm going to, like, turn to Babe and, like, kind of sit, like, crisscross on the seat, like, facing her, and be like, so what was the graffiti at the high school? Uh, just some weird symbol, like that one. And she, like, points at one of them as they pass by. This one was a little different, though, but don't ask me how, because I don't remember. Everybody was talking about it all day. They made it sound like it was some, like, really huge big deal. <laughs> Sorry, I was just thinking about the principal's name, because I was going to say something about it, and now I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm mad at Tom. That's where I'm at. That's, That's just our I'm homework at. before next session. We all have to practice saying Cummins and being comfortable Cummer. with that. Cummer. Cummer. Oh, fuck. Cummer. <laughs> yeah, Cummer. That's much worse, actually. I'm mad at Tom yeah. now, too. If, if, if we are all, like, truly uncomfortable with the name, I can absolutely... No, it no, has to just... stay. Okay. It's okay. just that I can't say it without laughing, and I know Babe would just, like, say it, like, so, like, fine. Like, she'd be fine. She'd be very annoyed that she has to say it, but, like, <laughs> Mr. C. <laughs> she shortens it to C. <laughs> I think Babe would just say, yeah, well, you know how Mr. C likes to make a big deal out of everything. It's probably not that big of a deal anyway, but it's interesting to know that it got all the way down to you guys. Yeah, I think somebody heard it from somebody. I don't even know who started the rumor. Mm, that's how the rumor mill goes. Thinking fondly of all the times she started rumors about people. <laughs> <laughs> so fondly. fondly. Remember that rumor <laughs> I started. <laughs> um, so what are your plans for tonight? Uh... I guess we're going to have to go to some party down by the lake. Someone was, ugh, Fred was handing out flyers. Who's Fred? Nobody important, but he thinks he's important. Fred football player? Every, everybody Fred knows receiver? Fred football player. <laughs> Come on, Fred man. Fred receiver. <laughs> Say his full Listen, name. had enough of your shit. Fred's a wide receiver. Back of his jersey, it just says wide receiver. Wide receiver one. <laughs> That's so stupid, I love it. Babe will just be like, do you remember when I went on a date with that, this guy last year and I thought he was absolutely full of himself? Yeah. There's only enough room for one of us to be full of ourselves and it's got to be me. It's that guy. Oh. He invited us to a party. He says the cool kids are going to be there. So I guess we've got to go, which I'm not a big fan of being forced to go to a party, but we'll see how it is. Cynthia and Whitney are going to be coming. But if you're the cool kids and you don't want to go, then technically his plan fails right so what you do is you go and then if it's not cool enough then you leave and you make a point that everybody sees you that everyone saw you and that everyone sees you leave oh that makes sense what are you doing tonight i don't know yet i haven't decided hmm. why don't you come to this party think your mom will let you i mean maybe if i say i'm hanging out with you sure why not Corian doesn't say anything but her smile is so big oh <laughs> 
love that Corianne's like, invite me to the party, invite me to the party. She invited me to the party. <laughs> and Babe's over here like, I'm not nice. I'm not. But I have to be nice. But I'm not. Don't you dare mention it. And I like how Corianne and Sylvester have the same strategy. Please invite me. <laughs> <laughs> so, should I come over? What time? Like she like throws the purse at Corianne again and she's like, I don't know, the flyer's in there somewhere. What time is the party? We've gotta have enough time to get ready. Fiona, what time is the party? Um, I was I was trying to do math in my head of when the sun sets. Um, let's say the party starts at ten, so that it's uh, technically the time that the lake is closed because it's dark out. And uh, yeah, let's say it starts around like around ten o'clock or so. So it'll be it'll be dark by the time people get out there, but also hopefully won't be shut down by the cops. Hell yeah, delinquency hours. Yeah. Yep. Prime time. So she'll tell Corianne to show up at her house at seven and to bring some outfit choices and whatever makeup that she uh, is thinking about. Corianne is trying so hard not to squeal in excitement. I'll be there. Somewhere sure. Raven is just dry heaving. <laughs> <laughs> is Raven in the back of the car? Is she still walking? <laughs> no, I did not pick her up tonight. <laughs> She's walking. Not only did you make me mad last night, now you're talking to weird people during lunch when everyone knows that we have the same lunch period. You know, on this one is completely valid. I take responsibility for that one. <laughs> I did like the idea of Raven just sulking in the back of the Truly, this whole conversation, too. she's just making like gagging motions to no one. Just no, you hid, you hid in the backseat so you didn't have to walk home and now you regret it so hard. <laughs> it's much worse than having to walk. We could do that. That'd be funny. It's <laughs> so whatever you guys want to do. Uh, where, where, where is Raven, um, definitively? No, I think she's walking home because she needs to formulate some kind of plan for tonight. And she's also still kind of shaking off the jitters of what happened earlier. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, Babe and Corianne, did you have anything else you were going to talk about? Um, no, but I am going to dig through Babe's purse and look at all the makeup, nice. all the new makeup she would have gotten. Yeah, uh, you are able to do so. Um, as you guys are listening to the radio, um, the uh, disc jockey comes on and um, says, this one's going out to Ricky Q. This is now six months that he's been missing. Ricky, we're still thinking about you here in hell. And um, he puts on uh, <laughs> he puts on uh, one of Ricky Q's songs. Um, Ricky Q, I've been sort of imagining, is kind of like the teen idol, like actor singer. So he has like a lot of pop songs that are really popular, probably that also uh, surged in popularity again um, after his disappearance. Fiona, what's the name of this one? The name of this one, what the song? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can't ask me things like that. <laughs> what's the name of his hit song that's on the radio right now? Please and thank his, you. His hit song on the radio is called um, "Oh Mother Fuck Me." Um, <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I have some bad options. <laughs> uh, it's called. Um, I keep like thinking of things that are like actual songs. <laughs> like baby, no, here, or I, I found a, a song name generator, and it's yes. got some really oh awesome. perfect. Let's go. Um, my personal favorite so far is "Spicy Hot Whispers." Oh God, that's so good. Um, true love knows no hugs. Oh, oh. Uh, the more serious ones are like "I Believe in Harmony" and Ooh. "Sound of Reflections." Ooh. Or "Let Her Go." 
Um, I like oh. Nick's suggestion. Um, Ricky Q's hit song is called uh, Moon Over the Lake, which adds to the Ooh. sort of like weird mystery mm. around yeah, his disappearance. Fiona, really, I just wanted to make Tom write an original pop song that he now needs yes. to put in the soundtrack behind yes. us. <laughs> that, is, that is fair. We do make Tom do the music. So <laughs> I think the worst <laughs> one we gave him was like, oh, it, yeah, it's a trumpet and bassoon duet. That's a lullaby. Jesus. <laughs> that was good. That was good he came up with something extremely good. So uh, Moon Over the Lake, the uh, hit pop song by, um, by Ricky Q will be uh, composed by Tom Goldthwait, maybe. And it sounds like this. And it sounds like this. And then that's where that's where we put it um, in. <laughs> yeah, perfect. In. Yeah. And uh, we make Tom sing it and everything. Tom's now the voice of Ricky Q. Um, <laughs> so anyway. Yeah, you guys uh, continue driving along. Uh, the song comes on on the radio. Do you like, do anything when it comes on or just sort of like silently listen to uh, it? Um... As opposed to fuming, I am wistfully gazing through the windshield. Yeah. Just like, oh, Vicky, we were meant to be together. <laughs> I would have um, turned away and like sat normally. And I kind of imagine Corianne would be singing and, you know, doing the whole hand in the wind out the window thing. Uh, that's such a good like like um, image to end that moment on. Um, so I think that we're going to um, wrap pretty soon, but I want to give our last three characters who have so far gotten into some shenanigans, um, I want to give them a chance to, uh, to do something as they're walking home and, uh, you know, about to get ready for the party. So let's say, um, so yeah, the three of you begin to walk home. Um, it is okay if you do not want to uh, do anything, but I will give you the option to do so on your way home from school. Um, are we all walking together? Hell no. <laughs> That's up to you guys. Um, okay, so Ray just doesn't know it, but you I'm gonna, are. I'm gonna say that I'm gonna say that I am intentionally trying to walk home, but if Wally happens to like walk with me, that's fine. It's not like I was like intending on walking with Wally or anything. Okay. You know, that would be weird if I was intending on doing that. <laughs> oh my god. You've had Wally for one day and you would die and kill anyone who kills us. <laughs> I think uh, Wally would be outside before you got there because he's trying to see any more details if, if they hadn't gotten the uh, tagging cleaned off the building yet. So he'd be out there trying to see like any kind of extra details that he might have missed when everyone saw it in the morning since there was such like a hullabaloo mm-hmm. about it. So whether or not it's been cleaned off, you would definitely run into uh, Wally on the way out. So he would, you know, be willing to walk with you until, you know, your paths end up splitting up anyway. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Then we'll just kind of walk together. And I think like almost immediately after like meeting up with you, will be like, so like, how does it really work? So like... If he's a spirit, like, is he, like, always there? Or is he just, like, only there, like, in some points? Like, I honestly just don't... I just... I've been... I've literally been thinking about this since lunch. Oh, you mean... <laughs> you mean Ray's ghost boyfriend? Yes, I guess that's how we'll, we'll we'll describe it. I just... I honestly don't understand, like, how it works. Like, what are the mechanics here of this? Like, is he always there? Like, and then she said it's very spiritual, and I'm like... I obviously like there's no physical element to it right like or is there a physical element to it i don't know it doesn't make sense well um 
So I'm not sure I about uh I think that the ghost boyfriend might not be real. I think that maybe something happened because there was an extreme like shift in personality like before we got into high school and I don't know if that's some kind of like reaction that the brain is doing, but it could be either that like it's some sort of like trauma manifestation or there really are ghosts and honestly right now it's 50 50 because i've never really looked into like either way but if if ghost boyfriend is real um well that that would depend on like what kind of like spirituality and afterlife that would be correct i guess right like it would have to be like either bound or need some sort of like maybe spirit focused to like interact with them like, I don't know, like, they talk about, like, Ouija boards and stuff like that. I don't know if, like, you need one of those to communicate or what, but I don't know. It, it feels like a weird invasion of privacy on both sides of it. Yeah, you know, I guess, I mean, I don't know, if I were if I were a ghost, I wouldn't want people just contacting me all the time, like, you know. And I just don't know, I'm like, can a, can a ghost consent to these things? Like, I just don't understand, like, how this works. Well, I mean, like... Have you seen, like, any of those, like, haunting movies? Like, I don't... I think there's a real weird thing with consent and ghosts to begin with. It's like, ghosts don't, like, get consent to haunt people. I guess. So, I don't know, maybe in a spiritual sense, there's, like, different rules about it? Or it's just, either way, like, spiritual relationships are... There's definitely a power imbalance there. Mm. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Ah. <sighs> And and so you just see Sylvester still just like lost in thought about this idea of having a ghost boyfriend and how it just honestly does not make sense. But I mean, there there's there's going to come a point where I feel like it's going to be very hard to maintain any kind of relationship there just because like, I don't know, like can if ghosts can like form a physical presence to like actually interact with or if everything's got to be through like some sort of like like a, a medium or something like that. So, I don't know, maybe maybe it'll get it'll change or something. I don't know. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Anyway, well, I'm glad we're not doing any break-ins today. Right, today. We got more important things to focus on. <laughs> um yeah, and as uh as you guys are are walking, um you you still pass the couple places um where you have seen these like symbols. Sylvester, uh, you sort of get to the place where you're going to uh, turn off to go to your own home. All right. Well, uh, I I guess I'll see you tonight. Do we want to like meet up or like how are we getting to the lake? I don't think any of us talked about that. Um, well, I mean, I guess I could drive. Oh, you got your license? Yeah. You know, I try not to make it like a big deal or anything, but like you know, I do I do have my license and I do have a car, but I just. You know, I just, I try, I try not to make it a big deal, but like, you know, I, I can drive us if, if we need to get there. I mean, it is cool that you know how to do that. It sucks that, you know, now the government has even more information on you than just, you know, your birth records and, you know, medical yeah. records and everything. But like, I mean, it's, it's cool that right. you know how to do it. The licensing, I could, I could, I could take leave or take, but yeah. knowing is cool. Yeah. You know, it's, it's just helpful to have, you know? Yeah, definitely. All right. Well, uh, yeah, we'll. We'll meet up and then we'll get to the lake. Okay. Well, uh, I guess I'll come by to pick you up. All right. Cool. Uh, looking forward to it. Hmm. 
Yeah. All right. I'll see you then. See you later. And then Sylvester, Sylvester also like waves, but like Wally is so like speed walking away, doesn't see the wave. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Oh my God. It's not that he means to be rude. He's just very self-involved with the whole conspiracy thing. (laughs) Not that he means to be rude. He just fucking is. (laughs) (laughs) He just doesn't consider other people in his pursuit of the truth. Now, Ray, on the other hand, intentionally rude. A hundred percent, yes. And speaking of, uh, she shot home as quickly as possible without being Mm -hmm. able to drive um, and has been in her bedroom and will be in her bedroom until shortly before heading for the party. Um, with her her door locked like her padlocks and her she has mm-hmm. like multiple multiple locks that she's installed on the inside of her door um mm-hmm. everything shut up very tightly and she has basically the entire contents of her closet laid out on her bed as she is desperately privately trying to pick an outfit that looks cute for tonight yeah she is uh fretting as she's going through because like it's it's this weird space where everything feels like it's not good enough and like oh my god i don't even like any of my clothes like what am i thinking like you Mm -hmm. know nothing's cool enough nothing's good enough um is she like uh listening to uh to anything as she's doing this um sure i think for the first part of it she's got some of her favorite music on which obviously i would know 80s bands that are cool mm-hmm. and goth and all that kind of stuff don't mm-hmm. give me that fiona we can go back <laughs> to fucking football players if we need to uh she's currently listening to killing joke which is one of her favorite groups um they've gotten a little more mainstream but she likes some of their older stuff and uh about halfway through um she just like the the tape ends and she just shoves like the next one that she can find in without thinking about it uh and it's definitely the ricky q uh album that she got from her sister a while yeah. ago yeah uh you hear the uh the first sort of couple notes of uh of the beginning of ricky q's um debut album that went like however many times platinum um start to play in your room as you uh as you like look through stuff um, do you let it continue to play? Yeah, I think it's just background noise at that point, and we zoom out from her window with her face fucking flushed and the obvious put on that she has for school obviously very melted away as she is desperately trying to get ready for this cool party that she was not invited to, but will be crashing. Yeah. And uh, I think that that's a uh, good button to end on as we uh, see all of our characters in uh, various states of uh, getting ready for the party at the lake. Um, as the camera sort of like uh, zooms out over the town, uh, we see the the big landmarks that we saw as we sort of like zoomed in initially. Um, there was... You know, there was, uh, there's, uh, Slappy in the full light of day, uh, but the big statue of the, um, of the beaver mascot of the local diner, um, you know, next to, next to the original diner that has now since, uh, become a chain. And, uh, yeah, we hear also the, um, the notes of Ricky, uh, of Ricky Q's, um, songs that have somehow become, uh, strangely prophetic. And I think that that is where we are going to end for now. Um, until next time. Woohoo! We did it. Woohoo! 
Yeah, um, there is a little bit at the end of Kids on Bikes before we move on to the next episode. Um, it's not the full, like, powered by the apocalypse leveling up system. Um, I know that this episode was sort of, like, abbreviated and sort of, like, establishing, so I, I want to know from the players, and it's all right if the answer is no, if there's anything uh, you are planning on shifting on your sheet as of right now because of events that have happened um, during the course of gameplay. No. Mm. no for me i don't can think. you remind me what the adjustments would be also this is for the audience this is me making an excuse for myself yeah <laughs> <laughs> um so in kids on bikes uh the events of what happened in the game influence your characters um this could be any number of things it could have to do with changing like your strengths and flaws like losing some gaining some stuff like that um and really just like taking the plot and being like so for instance if it was like you had a horrifying experience with like i don't know spiders like you might gain the flaw like phobia of spiders uh things like that Mm -hmm. um like i said this is a pretty low-key episode so we might not find anything like that in this episode but if anyone feels like in progressing their character they need to make that sort of change this is the time to do it. i think that wally is adding rude to his flaws (laughs) nice all right. You're telling me it wasn't there before? <laughs> and uh, to be clear, this is not like a mechanical like buy-in thing. This is very much on like vibes, like a lot of things in Kids on Bikes. Um, so yeah, so Cliff just gave a very good example of how to do that. Nice. This was all scripted. Yep. <laughs> then I feel like, I feel like under in that vein, uh, I should also add vein to my flaws. Ooh. Oh, yes, very nice. Join me in my vanity. I like that. All right. Did anyone else feel like they should uh, add or take away something? Mm, no. Mm, I mean, maybe. <laughs> I should probably add conceited to my flaws. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah, add conceited to your flaws. Um, and I believe that's everyone. Um, so when we start next time, we will see what is happening when our uh, good buds go down to a party with beer. At the wow. Oh, and we'll see you in the next episode. Beep, Bye. Why do you want to be a hero? Yeah, she's gonna sort of, like, uh, drop down out of the sky and try to kick him, like, you know, square in the chest. Look, I don't know what you're fucking trying to do here, but I don't make deals with enemies who put grenades in a box like they're the $5 movie bin. Release, Miss Terry, or you all will be the ones that are extinct! I don't know if I can have an honest conversation with Royale as a corgi. You're right, it's fucking not funny. I mean, literally no one would find this funny. Remix, use the dragon filter, that would make it funny. It's just like man standing emoji. Just T-posing in the corner. <laughs> Who is your contact? Benchmark. Who? Hey, I just need Buzz Nest for like one minute, and then you guys can go back to whatever you were doing. Check out Season 2 of Cape Chronicles starting Wednesday, October 5th, every first and third Wednesday, wherever you get your podcasts. File folders contain important information. 
Hey, I'm Saker. And I'm Evan. And our podcast is It's All Been Done, a Bare Naked Ladies podcast. Hey, what's that podcast about, Ev? So, do you know of a band called Bare Naked Ladies? One week. Yeah, yeah, that's one of them. Okay, all right, cool. Yeah, I know. Yeah, of them. Yeah. Do you ever want to learn more about them? Or... Absolutely not. <laughs> okay, well, then this is the podcast for you because we teach you nothing with various guests. Yeah, like uh, like Matt Besser. Holy shit. Climbed in a second story window and partied in this house where we barely didn't know at all the people that was crazy holy fuck mike mitchell why well, I, I don't know how how like how much you guys really do love bare naked ladies justin mcelroy grab your tongue grab your tongue and i want you to say Our born tongue. on a pirate ship Bum on the you were born on a pile of shit and many more so check it out but also if you don't like bare naked ladies we talk about them probably like a third of the time so. uh yes that's every Tuesday, wherever fine podcasts are sold. We can make a board game about it. Back on Twirl, I was a nobody. I got teleported out here, and here I'm something. I'm somebody. The Voidfarer begins maneuvering towards this 200-meter-long space whale. The handle one of these, and grit. Is that something you have? I'm a tiny little guy. <laughs> of course I got grit. If you tried anything, it would end very poorly for you. This alithid dreadnought warps away, accelerating the spell jamming speed as quickly as they arrive. Who the fuck? What am I trying to say here, Ravnus? That we're crew. I like that. We're crew. That is a natural one. <sighs> you send yourself sailing out the side of the ship, untethered. Oh. I'm putting a python into the ground. I'm wrapping my rope around it, but I'm jumping into the gravity well. <laughs> a gnome, a halfling, and a half-orc walk into a bar. I forget the middle part, but the punchline is feathers everywhere, and that's not my peanut butter. I cast Tasha City as Clapper. <laughs> Climb aboard for Tales of the Voidfarer, wherever you listen to podcasts. Oh, my consequences have actions. Wait. <laughs> wait, wait, Other way wait. around. projectderailed.com